What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Triple Play YouTube channel. If you're listening on the podcast, appreciate you listening to this. It's Doc coming at you, and we're continuing the series that D. Mendy started, of course, picking up what he left behind. And we're going to talk about the season for the Houston Texans and kind of their goals, expectations, and look at some of the players from a fantasy perspective. So we'll just dive right into it and talk about the recap for the Texans for the 2021 season. So Many people expected them to finish in last place. They had the lowest over-unders and projected to have the first pick. Well, they finished 4-13, and 13, so I guess a little bit surprising. I had a new head coach, quarterback that didn't play. Um, they're getting third pick in the draft and fourth place in the AFC South. So nowhere to go but up, right? Well, looking at a couple of the fantasy football-relevant players, we're going to start off with the quarterbacks. Davis Mills, who is QB 29. Now, I know that doesn't sound exciting, but – is it fair to say that Davis Mills is the second best quarterback in the rookie class behind Mac Jones? I don't think it's that crazy. And especially everything that was going on with Houston when, with a rebuild, we're going to talk about Deshaun Watson, of course, who didn't play at all last season, but could he get traded? It seems most likely if there's not legal allegations that go, that go against him. Rex Burkhead, who finished his RB 52 with a strong fantasy playoffs, Brandon Cooks at wide receiver 20 and Nico Collins at wide receiver 86. So starting off with Mr. Davis Mills himself, kind of talking a little bit about his fantasy recap. He had double-digit fantasy points uh, four of the last five games. Uh, he did miss a couple games where Tyrod Taylor stepped back in. But over his last six games, a 9-2 to touchdown interception ratio. So really liking those numbers, especially to end the season. He was QB 11 from weeks 13 to 18. So when, finished as a QB 1 in the uh, last third of the season. He had three games with 20-plus fantasy points, so showing you a little bit upside. I think the fantasy value only goes up from here, just in the sense it's a not a strong quarterback class. I think he's done pretty well for the Texans to show that he can do this at least one more year, and they have a lot of other holes to fill on that team. So don't be surprised if David Smills is fighting for a starting QB for the Texans next season. Next, we're going to go to Deshaun Watson. And just to kind of keep the short, he didn't play at all in 2020. Remember, he does have sexual allegations against him. But back in um, 20, or he didn't play in 2021, but back in 2020, he was QB5. Actually led the league in passing yards with 4,823, 33 touchdowns, and seven interceptions. Now, of course, if he plays, and that's the big if, his fantasy value goes up. He's going to be gone from Houston. He can control where he wants to go, and I think he's going to put himself in a better situation with better receivers, running game, line, etc. Go into the people that are going to be catching the ball from Davis Mills or somebody else. We'll start with Brandon Cooks, somebody that has played with arguably the best quarterbacks, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers. He goes to Tyrod Taylor and Davis Mills, and what does he do? He has 1,000-plus yards again this season. Six out of his last or six out of his first seven seasons, which he's had that. He had four games with 100 plus receiving yards. So, giving you some upside as well. And behind that are 134 targets in 2021, which was 13th in the NFL. So, you certainly love to see the volume, especially with somebody that stretches the field like him. And there were only two games where he had less than five targets. One was the final week against the Titans when he had to leave early, and he had four that game. So the volume's going to be there, assuming he stays. His fantasy value is the same. I think you know what you're going to get with Brandon Cooks, a very underrated, underrated wide receiver you can probably get in rounds six through eight. Nothing flashy, but when he plays, he gives you solid production. Now going to the wide receiver on the other side, 
It's Nico Collins, who just finished his first season in the NFL. He was a draft pick from Michigan. Um, but going back to his college stats, the highest amount of yards he had in a season was 729. Now, he only stayed three years, and he had seven touchdowns that senior season. But we look at the yardage isn't there. He only had one touchdown in 2021. I look at a little bit of the positives where he had 31 targets the last five games after having 61 the previous 12. So hopefully hopefully that trajectory goes up. And I look at the other wide receivers they have. Danny Amendola will probably be gone. Imagine him or Chris Conley, who's 29. So if they like the upside that um, Nico Collins provides, I certainly think that it can only go up from here. Now, the last person is Rex Burkhead. At 31 years old, he led the team with 427 rushing yards and three touchdowns. In his final eight games, he had 135 touches, 546 yards, and including that 149-yard game in week 14, he probably uh, helped some people in the fantasy uh, first round. Now, looking at the other people in that position, David Johnson's an unrestricted free agent. So, what started out as a very cluttered but old backfield suddenly belongs to Rex Burkhead. But I have his reason as fantasy value down is because I think he gets more help. I don't think he can be an every down back. And I think we're valuing him now based on what he did in the last three weeks of the season. For most of the 2021 season, Rex Burkhead was a free agent in fantasy football leagues, even some of the deeper ones. I do think the Texans target running backs in the draft or they bring in multiple bodies this offseason, kind of like they rotated in with Mark Ingram and Philip Lindsay also. So for the goals going into 2022, they have the third overall pick. Now, I don't think there's a slam dunk for quarterback. Um, I think it's more of a defensive draft. So you go with the best player there. But once again, there are a lot of holes on that team. I think it's time to trade Deshaun Watson now. If, if more reports come out and it dings his trade value even more or he has to serve any bit of jail time, that only lowers his trade value. I think you can get multiple first rounds for him and you need to pull the trigger. I think you have to see if Davis Mills is going to be your franchise quarterback moving forward or not. So once again, he had a really good end of the season. There's a lot of turmoil kind of going around in that organization. So is Davis Mills going to be the answer long-term? They have to improve their run defense. And I know we're kind of getting away from the little bit of, of fantasy here, but they allowed the second most rush yards per game at around 145. You're going to be playing from behind if you can't stop teams on the ground. And like they say, the football does start at the lines. And the last little bit is add building blocks on offense. Outside Brandon Cooks as a wide receiver one, and I, I think he's probably at the point where he's a wide receiver two. You need an alpha like a DeAndre Hopkins or Andre Johnson to throw the ball to. You need a good running back, one that's not at the tail end of their career, whether you get one in free agency or you can get someone in the draft that shows a little bit of explosiveness. But, you know, they haven't had anyone that productive since Arian Foster. Get in a great tight end. It seems like they've had, a, you know, rotating Jordan Akins, Ryan Griffin, that they haven't had a consistent person at the tight end position to throw to year in, year out. Now, the Texans have a lot of work to do. Bill O'Brien did not put them in a good position, and they're going to have a long rebuild. Hopefully hitting on the third overall pick and trading to Sean Watson gets them in that better position. So that's the fantasy review we have for the Houston Texans recapping the 2021 season and looking forward to the 2022 one. Everybody that consumes triple play, appreciate you tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel or if you're listening to the podcast, continue listening throughout because we're going to give you more and more, of course, every team throughout this series. Thanks everybody for tuning.